Faith, Hope and Love, The Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Year A, Episode 398. Hello everyone, I hope you're enjoying the Christmas season. This is the octave of Christmas that we're continuing. This feast was established as part of the Christmas season in 1921, following the promotion of the devotion in the 19th century of the Holy Family. It was linked to the octave of Christmas in 1969. The Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, itself subject to the difficulties and social pressures of its time, is offered as a model for Christian family life today. In the end, openness to God, who is at work in the lives of each of us, is the most important thing, and living and working with each other in respect and love, gentleness and mercy. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Side by side, he saw our darkness and reached out in kind. God sent his only begotten into this world so we might know true peace and greatest love unfurled. Those who are in shadow now walk in the light ones who stray further still though wandering in the night for now to us a child is born a joyful
The shepherds went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and welcome as we gather to offer praise and prayers on this wonderful day within the octave of Christmas, the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. As we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray, inspired by the shining example of the Holy Family. O God, who were pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practising the virtues of family life and in the bonds of charity. And so, in the joy of your house, delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. 
The Lord honours a father above his children, and he confirms a mother's rights over her sons. Whoever honours their father atones for sins and gains preservation from them. When they pray, they will be heard. Whoever respects their mother is like one who lays up treasure. The person who honours their father will have joy in their own children, and when they pray, they will be heard. Whoever respects their father will have a long life, and whoever honours their mother obeys the Lord. My child, help your father in his old age, and do not grieve him as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be patient with him, because you have all your faculties. Do not despise him all the days of his life. For kindness to your father will not be forgotten and will be credited to you against your sins. A house raised in justice for you. The Word of the Lord Happy are those who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. O blessed are you who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. By the labour of your hands you shall eat, you will be happy and prosper. The wife like a fruitful vine in the heart of the house, children like shoots of the olive around the table. Indeed thus shall be blessed those who fear the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. Happy are those who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, 
do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. May the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, and the fullness of his message live within you. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfil what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord In many ways, today's reading and feast continue on the Christmas message. God is truly with us in our lives, and especially in the ordinary daily events of life. It's nice that the Feast of the Holy Family follows on so closely to the celebration of Christ's birth. Christmas is a very special time for families, for treasuring the gift of our families and remembering with love those who've gone before us and have given us so much love, friendship and care. Those who have gone before us into eternal life still smile upon us from the heavenly banquet feast which one day we will join them in. Speaking of family, there is also the blessing of the family that is our parish community, our fellow Christian communities. And in many ways, this is the key. Being family in the parish and in the wider community is where we put into action what our Lord spent his life and ministry modelling so perfectly. He truly included others, all others, into his family and into his priorities. This is very important. Our daily lives are truly meant to be transformed in a very real way by our Lord's message that we are to treat everyone we meet as beloved members of the Lord's family. Our Lord, of course, was born into our world. He was also born into a human family. 
he too experienced the joys and the struggles of family life. It may have been a very close family, but things were far from always being a case of happy families. Rather, the holy family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph faced all sorts of difficulties and struggles and grave dangers in their time. This includes having to flee for their very lives to Egypt as refugees in order to escape the deadly jealousy and malice of King Herod. Herod meant to find our Lord and kill him if he did find him. His murderous jealousy was so bad he even killed many infants of the same age in an attempt to destroy the Messiah. What a horrible situation. To our Lord, family meant so much. He had the greatest respect for his parents, and he was highly critical of anyone who dared to neglect their duty to their parents under some weak excuse of religious obligation taking them elsewhere. To him, the duties of family were an expression of the mutual duty of care and love that we owe to our beloved Father of all in heaven, just as we owe them to our parents on earth. But in another place in the Gospel, our Lord makes a rather contradictory or seemingly contradictory statement about his family. When his mother and other relatives come to see him, they cannot get inside because of all the crowd. So they call for him and send a message in to him to let him know that they're out there. Our Lord replies, Who are my mother? Who are my brothers? They are anyone who hears my words and keeps them. They are my brother, my sister and my mother. Mary, that first and most perfect disciple, rose to both invitations and was our Lord's mother in fact and also his mother in a discipleship of his word. All are invited to respond to this wonderful invitation. Jesus welcomes us to be real members of his family and to be part of God's life. And at the same time we're challenged to treat everyone around us as if they are our relatives too. For in Christ, that is exactly who they are. In fact, it's precisely because family means so very much to our Lord, in fact, family means everything to our Lord, that he can make that stunning claim. He loves his family. He continues to show care and devotion to his mother Mary. He was an obedient and attentive son to his stepfather, the humble Joseph, as well. The image of God that our Lord presents to us is revealed as a loving and inclusive family. Father, Son and Spirit, three persons in one God. A family in itself, sharing perfect union, communion and one nature as God. It is into this family, this community, that our Lord invites each of us. We are welcomed and implanted into the very life of God, into God's inner nature. We share the inner relationship of God as members of God's family. So our Lord is not narrowing the definition of family, but he is quite literally extending the definition of family to include many others and to exclude no one from the invitation. How would the world be different if all people truly and really saw each other as if they were related as blood relations? What would it be like if people being treated as the least in this world were suddenly recognised by everyone as if they were just like their own sister, brother or mother?
as I drive along in my car, I often reflect on people's values revealed by how they drive. Who amongst us, if we were stuck behind some cautious driver, would not check their behaviour if they realised the person in the car ahead of them was their own sister or mother or brother? Would we tailgate someone to pressure them to get out of the road, to the point where they panic and almost run off the road? Would we do that to our own mother? Surely we wouldn't sharply overtake one of our own family members, leaving them to panic at the side of the road. Would we erratically and aggressively drive towards another car until it almost crashed if it was our own sister or brother? I think not. And if it was, we're in real trouble. Our Lord is saying, in a real way, all of those people on the road and everyone we meet are really our brothers, sisters and mother, and we should treat them accordingly. So presumably when people are tempted to treat another poorly, they can't be thinking of the people around them as if they were their own flesh and blood, brother, sister, mother, son, daughter, and the people we see on the news almost nightly, locked in violent attacks and counterattacks on enemies, obviously don't see each other as if they were beloved, cherished, flesh and blood, member of their own family. If they thought like this, how many conflicts could be solved humanely? Our Lord's life and ministry shows that this is not just a pipe dream, but a real world-changing attitude. Difficulties and conflicts occur even in families, even amongst blood. But the ties of family are often an enormous motivator for finding respectful solutions long after other connections have well and truly broken down. Our Lord was never stuck on exclusive membership of anything, and so he invites us to be family members of his. Along with everyone else, there's plenty of room in the family for everyone. May this profoundly affect our daily lives. May it give to the world a deeper sense of reverence and respect for the dignity of every human person. And give us peace as one family of many nations, cultures and languages. This is what the world longs for and for which it quietly hopes. The Nicene Creed I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. 
I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The family of Nazareth calls us to the manger. Now in faith we come to pray for the needs of all. For the family of God, that the church may be united in heart, mind and voice. Let us pray to the Lord. For the family of the world, that our efforts for peace will end conflict and division. Let us pray to the Lord. For families in need, that during this season we may be aware of their situation. Let us pray to the Lord. For this faith family, that we will show the love of God's only Son. Let us pray to the Lord. For the family of God seeking eternal rest, that they may find light, happiness and peace especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Eternal Trinity, we ask you to hear us, be close to us, and with the intercession of the Holy Family, grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Oh
Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. We offer you, Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and Saint Joseph, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and your peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through him, the holy exchange that restores our life has shone forth today in splendour. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive unending honour, but by this wondrous union we too are made eternal. And so in company with the choirs of angels we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant Ken, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred night on which Blessed Mary, the Immaculate Virgin, brought forth the Saviour for this world, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and Blessed Joseph, her spouse, 
your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them, as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, 
and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Our God has appeared on earth and lived among us. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, where we possess in purity of heart. 
that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Bring those you refresh with this heavenly sacrament, most merciful Father, to imitate constantly the example of the Holy Family, so that after the trials of this world we may share their company forever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone and stay safe and happy and peaceful travelling on the roads. I pray that the end of this calendar year and the beginning of a new year brings you an ever deeper experience of God's compassion, peace and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. The Roman Missal, 3rd edition, 2010, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms by the Grail, 1963 and 2009. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg, Together We Pray, 1993. St. Ralph Sherwin, Gloria, written and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, 2011, ccwatershed.org. The Christmas Hymn, Word Made Flesh, by Paul W. Kelly, based upon John's Gospel, 1 verse 14, 1 John 4 verse 9, and Isaiah 9, verses 2, 6 and 7, arranged and sung by Stefan Kelk with Adjusted Lyrics 2020. Traditional hymns performed by the Bobby Cole Chamber Choir, licensed via shockwavesound.com. May God bless and keep you. Into this world, so that we might know truth.